You're trying to find the right trainer to help you get your butt in shape. But what do you look for in a trainer? What is up, people? John Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build some damn confidence. And today, I'm going to be telling you what I think you should look for in a trainer. <laughs> All right, so... I wrote down a few points that I think are really important in terms of finding a good trainer. And, you know, I've worked before in the industry with other trainers, and I also have had trainers who I've worked with one on one, you know, in terms of like uh, people who've helped me during workshops or trainers that I've met over the years. And that can be in the world of strength training, or that can be in the world of yoga, that can be in any in any field. I've had teachers along the way in those areas that I've dabbled in. And there are a few things that I think are really important, specifically when it pertains to having a good trainer, and when it pertains to somebody who is a beginner. So I'm going to kind of go through my list of things that I think are really important, and they're not what you might think. So if you're expecting me to say, the person needs to have a certain certification or something like that, eh, that's not what I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about some things that I believe are a little bit more nuanced because it's a given that you want somebody with credentials. That's, that's a given. So what I'm gonna talk about are five things that I think are really important. So the first one is you need to find somebody that you get along with, someone that is a friend that can feel like they would be a friend that you can respect. So what do I mean by that? Look, when you're receiving and taking instruction from someone, especially if you're working with them, whether it's a trainer in a group setting or when it's a trainer that you're one-on-one -on -one with, you need to feel some sort of commonality or shared experience. At least I do. So I think that most people do too, because you're going to be more receptive to what that person has to say if you can get along with them. If you have conflicting personalities, if you are too different than each other, and there isn't something that you can gain from that person's personality, right? You don't feel like there's some kind of balancing effect that can happen from you being around somebody who's different than you, uh, then, or if you feel like they're putting out some kind of negative vibe, something that you don't want in your life, then, you know, that is not somebody you're going to jive well. Ideally, you need to feel like you and the trainer could potentially get coffee together and talk about something. I know it sounds weird, but I personally think I could do that with any of my clients clients here. And at least I think that that's what happens with any clients who stay dedicated members at my studio. You know, honestly, I don't, it's going to sound rude, but I would prefer that you find someone else that you jive with better if you don't like me. So if you don't like my face in these videos, don't come here. <laughs> I don't want you to waste your money. It's the truth, right? And uh, that is what I think is important for people to focus on first. Now, you it also has to be somebody that you respect. So you know, if the person is your friend, sometimes we have those friends that we don't respect, ouch, it's the truth. You know, that's not a good combination because you don't want a trainer that you just constantly ignore, okay? <laughs> You've got to have some kind of like limit and some kind of respect. So it can't be the kind of friend that you're like, yeah, fuck off. It has to be the kind of friend where you're like, yeah, that's a good suggestion or yeah, I hear you. I respect what you're saying. So, you know, because there needs to be a line. I mean, you, you know, ideally you're not like, you shouldn't be going out all the time with your trainer to get beers or something like that, right? That's that's not exactly what I mean by being friends with them. I just mean that when you talk with them, you connect with them and you feel like some kind of shared commonality and some closeness to them that allows them to teach you in a way that's more effective and connect with you and be more receptive to what they have to say. So that's what I mean by having a friend while also having a friend that you respect. That's the first one. The next one is uh, somebody who's a good listener. This is really important. And I'm astounded at how many people don't figure this out. 
There is a really awesome book called How to Win Friends and Influence People and The Thank You Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. Wait, no, uh, Dale Carnegie wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People and Gary Vaynerchuk wrote The Thank You Economy. I'm constantly raving about these books. Maybe I'll, I'll make a video about them, but here's the point. When you, and my suggestion there is for the trainer, actually, that's not even so much for people who are looking for the trainer. If you're a trainer and you're watching this, you should read those because they're going to help you connect more with different kinds of people because there are far too many trainers out there who are shoving their ideas in people's heads instead of like trying to listen and take note and then apply whatever their client is giving them. So if you're a person who's walking into a gym, you want to make sure that the trainer that you have is listening to you. That when you say, hey, like this is giving me trouble, they give you feedback on this. When they talk to you about their goals, they give you realistic feedback and they, they actually are connecting with you and trying to understand what's going on with you. Here at Total Body Training, I have a really broad population. So it's an important for me to make sure that I understand what somebody's strengths and weaknesses are and to listen to them when they're having pain, discomfort, to listen to them when they tell me that something isn't going right and to also observe their technique and their form so that I don't further hurt them. That's the benefit of having a trainer who actually listens to you. That trainer is going to give you feedback and they're going to help you improve. Now, some trainers, what they do is they just shove things in your face. This is my training methodology. Do this. Like, you know, suck it up, all that stuff. And while there is a time and a place for people to be firm uh, when they're teaching you, it's not always necessary for you to do that. As a trainer, you should be listening. And so, as a person looking for a trainer, you should look for a trainer who's listening to you and listening to your needs. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to flop over or roll over, you know, metaphorically, whatever that, if you're getting my point here, for you at every turn. So like, you know, I have clients or I've had clients who make requests that are just not going to happen. Like there are things that where I draw a line or I'm like, no, this is absolutely not something I'm going to do. But at the very least, what you want is for your trainer to be empathetic with you and listen to what you're saying. So make sure that the trainer is listening to you and giving you feedback on what you're suggesting. And you know, that they're sharing in the conversation about your health and not just shoving their shit down your throat. Okay. That's my point right there is make sure you have a trainer who's listening to you. All right. The next one. Um, you know, and this kind of goes all in the same category here, but somebody who's a good teacher, believe it or not, there are people out there who are really incredible at their skill of, uh, you know, weightlifting or anything for that matter, but aren't good at teaching it. You can be really good at squatting, but not know how to identify what's going on in somebody else's squat or not know how to communicate that because you're not an effective communicator. And so you're going to want somebody who is ideally, you know, good at teaching and spotting what's going on to you. The idea of being a good listener is is linked with being a good teacher. Those two things go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other in my book. And a good teacher will listen and observe and watch what's going on with your body and give you feedback on that. A good teacher will also observe when you might be doing something that could set you back in the future. So you're not just like, a, a good teacher can identify problems before they occur, right? And you know, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. In fact, I'm not saying that I'm the best. Anybody who thinks that I'm trying to say that here, you know, uh, just know that I'm not trying to say that at all. I think I'm pretty good, but I've learned a lot from not always being the best, you know? And so my point here is that make sure you find somebody who knows how to explain things to you or finds different ways to explain things to you. Not everybody learns the same way 
right? I've had clients who, in order to teach them a squat, have to take a slightly different approach than another client, right? I have uh, clients who, in order to sway them to thinking a certain way about their health and about their diet, I have to talk them in a slightly different way. And so a good teacher is flexible and a good teacher knows how to meet you in the middle and then elevate you to what they need, right? That is what I think a good teacher is, uh, to me. A good teacher doesn't just stop when they think that their way is right, my way is the highway, you don't get it, whatever. That's not good teaching. A good teacher finds the way to get you to understand what it is that you need to be accomplishing there in that moment and how to get you that information. And sometimes that takes time. You know, there are times when I meet a new client and I don't quite know how to explain what it is that, that they need without time going by. And you'll be able to recognize this because good teachers have a level of humility. And, uh, you know, I hope at least that I do when they don't 100% understand where a client's coming from or when they don't 100% know what's going on with their client. So like they'll say things like, well, I think if we keep going down this path, eventually things will come together. I think if you keep squatting this way, you know, maybe your knees are buckling in right now, but if we adjust this and we do that and, you know, do this and we find these modifications for you, we'll get there in a few weeks, right? They start putting that idea out there. They're showing that they're open to trying and experimenting with you to improve your experience. That is what a good teacher is. Somebody who's open to trying different methods to get you to what you need. That is what I believe is important for a good teacher to do when they are doing their job correctly. So find somebody who reflects that and has a uh, has that going on with them, all right? The next point, point number four, know how to work, somebody who knows how to work with your demographic. This is important. Hmm, how do I say this, all right? Maybe you encounter a trainer who's really awesome, but that trainer is really skilled at working with athletes. And you would think that the ideas of that trainer, and they've worked with athletes for a long time, or that's their passion, right? And that trainer is working in a conventional gym or just in a regular setting. And you come in and that's the trainer that you're given or that's the trainer you start working out with. You might run into a problem because that trainer might not want to work with your demographic or might not know how to work with you or push you in the right way because they're so used to working with people who operate in a different level. Athletes work differently than, say, the stay-at-home mom who's never really worked out and has 30 extra pounds that she's trying to lose, right? Those are different demographics and we should work with them differently. So you're going to want to make sure that you find somebody who knows how to work with that demographic. For example, you know, I am not probably skilled in helping uh, children, you know, get in shape. So like, you know, kids fitness, I, I think I could help kids and I think I'm flexible because I think I'm a decent teacher and I'm a good listener, but there might be somebody who's a little bit more skilled than myself or the elderly. So there are people who have certifications that know how to work with elderly people. Uh, Corey Torkelson, he knows how to do that really well. He works great with the elderly. That's, and, and he also has a passion for it. So you want to find somebody who knows how to work with the demographic that you're working with and has a passion for working with that demographic. I believe that Corey has that kind of passion. So you should find someone who matches that, who marries that. You want somebody who works with beginners and you want somebody who elevates them. That's more like my style and that's more like what I want to work with. So, you know, if you want to work with me, then then come on in and, and I'll work you out. You get the point. Find somebody who can work with you. Here is my next point. Point number five and it's my final one. Um, someone who provides structure. All right, this is important. One thing that I think is severely lacking in the fitness industry is true structure. 
I provide programming for my clients here at Total Body Training. And, you know, programming doesn't just mean you show up and you do something. Programming, for me, means that we build something that's structured for you specifically, for your for your needs as, an, as, a, as a person who's just coming in. I don't believe that fitness is a one-size-fits-all thing. So what maybe Rosie, one of my clients, needs to get up to speed and to get her in shape is different than someone who just walks in and they're 22 and they're, you know, uh, you know, a little bit younger or don't have any kind of injuries or way differently, right? So I treat those people a little bit differently in terms of like how I write out their programming and how I build them up. But when we get into group fitness, a lot of times trainers don't know how to do that. They just kind of clump everybody together and they don't give anybody any kind of structure. So here we actually write up plans for people. There are whole plans that are written five week blocks of training for each person. And you know, your trainer is ideally writing something up and can tell you where you're going and where you're headed with your fitness. If your trainer doesn't know where you're going to be at in three weeks, four weeks, or five weeks. It doesn't have a general kind of idea. If you're just coming in and doing some kind of fitness, that is, then they don't really know where they're taking you. And while doing generalized fitness is a great way to start, and it's also uh, a great way to just get moving around, in terms of like strength training, I believe that having some kind of path and working with someone who can tell you, hey, you know, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start you off in this foundations program, and after a few weeks, we'll have learned these movements. Once we've got these movements down, you know, it, it could be a few weeks, it could be a few months. Once you've got these movements down, we're gonna move you into a strength training block, all right? So what does a strength training block looks like? We're gonna test you for these movements, and then over the course of the next five weeks, we're gonna see how you operate in those movements. And then, and then every day that you come in, we're gonna take a look at how you perform and see if we need to tweak anything or change anything. Oh, I see that your squats are doing really well, but what's going on with your deadlifts? It looks like you're missing your lifts. Are you getting enough rest? Like, do you feel too fatigued? Did we test too high on those things, right? All that stuff kind of helps make it easier for the client and streamlines the process of their working out. And when, when, when your trainer actually can build a program that's customized and clear for you, what a trainer is there to do is to clarify and help guide you in the right direction. And if your trainer is not doing that, then you could just as easily be looking up workouts on bodybuilding.com. Seriously. That is something you could do. You could just hop on there or look them up. In fact, I offer free workouts. If you don't, if if you're if you can't find a trainer, you can hop on our website and look at free workouts. Like, are they the best workouts in the world? No, but they'll get you moving, right? So you could just do that if you're gonna, you know, as opposed to like working with somebody who doesn't offer you any kind of structure whatsoever. So, you know, those are the things that I think are important when it comes to finding a solid trainer. All right, people, thank you. And I'll just go through the points again here one more time. The first one is finding someone that's a friend that you respect. The second one is finding a good listener. The third is getting a good teacher, right? Somebody who's flexible and can meet you in the middle and help you grow. The next one is someone who knows your demographic. And the fifth one is someone who provides structure and programming for you. All right, people, I just want you to know that, you know, I don't think that I am, you know, trainer of the year or anything like that. And I'm still constantly learning. And, you know, I've definitely improved a lot. I would say that I'm a much better trainer, hopefully, than I was when I first started, you know, in 2014. And, you know, I think that I'm getting better and better every day by, you know, reading up on training methodologies, learning from, you know, being cross-disciplinary, taking other classes, taking yoga classes with different instructors, learning from other trainers here in town, sitting down and talking with them in our podcast helps me grow as a trainer. And ideally, your trainer is also doing that. So, um, you know, I just think that those are things that are really important. All right, people, thank you so much for tuning in to the Total Body Training Podcast. Until next time, peace.